0: You're listening to this week's edition of Play Callers. New episodes dropping every Monday at 2.30 p.m. Central Time. Available to stream across all platforms. Also, be sure to check out this week's edition of the Tiger's Den Podcast. New episodes dropping every Monday at 3.30 p.m. Central Time. Available to stream across all platforms. Hello, everybody. Welcome to this week's edition of Play Callers actually the first edition of the year of this podcast and we got a special guest today coach McKinnell the running backs coach for our Auburn high school team how are you doing today coach McKinnell doing great thank you for having me it's got that's good to hear and then I also got my co-host Taylor as well and we'll go ahead and get this show on the road and coach I also just wanted to go ahead and start off by saying that it's great to have you on the show and it's also awesome to see that you are able to, you've been coaching for a while at the high school, and I just want to ask you, how awesome is it to be coach of the high school that not only your youngest son, Tyler McKinnell, who's currently playing punter, as well as I saw him score a touchdown at top, as tight end at seven on sevens at Auburn University, um, and then also your old eldest son, Rusty, being able to coach him as well. How awesome is that?
1: well it, it's an interesting dynamic I'll tell you the truth you know because you don't want people to think that that they're playing because they're your sons but they they both worked really hard and um, it was a great experience for me to get to share that with them
0: yeah and then for Tyler I mean I've seen Tyler's been getting uh, he I saw he took a visit to uh, I think it was Duke yeah it was Duke on his uh, on his IG his Instagram. And then also, when me and you talked earlier this week, uh, he was at Navy for uh, doing stuff for track. And so that's just awesome to have as um, a coach son relationship. And then also, um, you are the running back coach. And for this season, now we have a new quarterback on offense, you know. But I've heard heard really good things about him. Uh, Kilgore, Jackson Kilgore, from what I've heard, he's going to be most likely the starter on – uh, Friday is that correct?
1: Well, I'll say that uh, we're still working through the,
0: the uh, all
1: the work with the, with both all three quarterbacks and yes, um, sir. but right now he is taking the lion's share of the uh, reps at, at with the ones
0: okay, okay well um yeah so with a new quarterback running the offense, I was just gonna w- wondering uh, how important will the run game be in the offense this year?
1: Well, to be honest the the, the run game is always important. Because we, we like to establish the run and and run some play action stuff off of that. Um, I think we're in a, a really good place. Uh, we lost a, a great running back in, in DV who signed uh, to play college ball. And uh, now we've got uh, Flakes who uh was kind of his understudy last year he's a senior he's ready to just take the reins and he's been looking really good and and working hard and then omar mabson and then we've got wheat and mikhail and we've got a great running back room
0: yeah and i've i've actually omar uh i got to talk to him the other day and i also saw something he was playing at some sort of it was some sort of all-american game or something i can't couldn't remember what it's called but he's he's really exciting Uh, coming in this season to me
1: he really is and and he he's got a um a great senior in front of him with him being young i mean let's he he looks the part and all of those things but the truth is is he is a sophomore and uh even though he's got the body and 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 the speed and all of those things uh, we just got to give him an opportunity to get some reps and get some of that experience under his belt
0: yeah and I,
2: and I heard you uh you
0: threw around a lot of names there uh just then and I just want to ask is there anybody that's just like just popped off during this like summer and fall camp off season uh era uh has there any just names that have jumped out to you going into this season
1: Yeah well I mean obviously uh on the offensive side of the ball which is where I coach I mean you know I have been uh i think jackson kilgore is doing a good job uh, our offensive front uh is is looking good and getting better every day and of course ian nation you can't have any discussion about auburn high uh offense without mentioning him uh but we've got a, a bunch of other guys that that have been in the mix uh whether that be gibson law lothridge um uh, we got Cody. Uh, we've got several other kids that uh, may have not gotten as many opportunities last year. That are really coming into their own uh, as we as we move forward. So really excited to see them get their opportunities and and get a chance to play.
0: Yeah, I got a chance. I actually got a chance to see um, Ian Nation at, at seven on seven as well. He he was he was going crazy. I saw him catch. I think it was. It was like two or three touchdowns against one team uh, on that day. But also, uh, I wanted to talk about a little bit about, so in the NFL, we have another podcast called The Tiger's Den. Quick plug for the fans listening right now, but go watch that as well. But um, we talked about uh, a couple weeks ago when we were doing our demo for the podcast about in the NFL... Right now, there's been a little bit of controversy with talking about like running backs not getting signed to big deals, You know, Josh Jacobs and Saquon Barkley, for example. I think in the past couple of weeks, they've been able to reach some deals. But I just wanted to take a quick side quest and talk about just how important to you as a coach do you think the running back position is for the game of football?
1: Oh, I think it's it's paramount, it's, especially in the high school ranks, uh, but as it moves up through, you know, the game has changed, and, and we've gone to more spread offenses, and kind of the fun and gun stuff that a lot of these uh, coaches like to do, but the truth of the matter is, is when you get into the weather in the middle of uh, December... Uh, it's cold typically defense and running the football those are the teams that are going to win championships and I feel like uh those young men uh whether they be in the NFL or across the board uh they they really just um have been devalued a little bit but I truly think that things run in cycles uh and 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 I believe the running back will come back uh in terms of getting their just due uh but um it seems, at least from what I hear and what I see on ESPN and, and all the other services that I tend to watch, um, you know, they feel like uh, unless you're just a superstar running back and, and you know, Saquon Barkley comes to mind. Uh, he, he got signed really early. They took another guy in the first round uh, this past year uh, from uh, Alabama. So the truth is, is if they're super talents, they're going to take them and and give them a shot. Uh, But in that particular business, there just seems to be, they feel like they can plug and play uh, a lot of different kind of running backs. And so, therefore, I think that does devalue them just a
0: little bit. Yeah, and the way I see it personally is, I believe the running back position, like you said, it's paramount to the game. you got to be able to have both size you have to be able to pass the ball around but you also got to be able to keep the defense honest and be able to run the ball up their gut at certain times but the way I see it is because you look at the biggest argument a lot of people say is well one thing they'll say is never draft a running back in NFL terms never draft a running back in the first round which we saw that with uh, B. Sean Robinson and Jameer Gibbs uh, both this last year runner running back from Alabama running back from Texas but I, I think that a running back is is like you said it's paramount to a team but we saw with the chiefs last year i mean isaiah pacheco their starter he was a seventh round pick from rutgers so i feel like yes the running back position is very important and i believe just the running back position like a great player like pacheco because pacheco did really play really well um it can come from anywhere you know
1: absolutely and you know all of those guys are talented i mean about five percent of of uh Of high school players make it to college and then about one percent of those college players make it to the nfl and any one of those people uh have an opportunity to be successful it just depends on who drafts you it depends on what their running back room looks like if there's a need for those running backs and then uh obviously you've got to stay healthy but um once you get to that level all of those guys were very very talented
0: oh 100% and of speaking of making it to the next level i've heard a lot about uh, a lot of our from a lot of our players we've got a lot of talent on this team as well as we got a lot of just players just getting a lot of not only offers to like play in the college ball but also playing in d1 college ball i think i actually i saw it speaking of omar again i saw on his instagram he posted he got an offer his first offer from uab and um and so i mean i wanted to talk About, you know, how how important do you think is it as just like as a high school organization and a football team, just being able to see, you know, all of your all of your student athletes being able to make it to the next level and play at the collegiate level?
1: It's an incredible, incredible feeling. Um, You always encourage uh, your kids if they're interested. Uh, Some of them want to play high school ball, and that's it. And then some of them want to further their careers and and get an opportunity. And when you can sign a young man, regardless of school, it doesn't have to be the SEC. Now, obviously, a lot of our kids in this part of the country would love to play in the SEC, but uh, if you can get a young man on – and give them an opportunity to play at the next level and get a free education uh, on top of that. Uh, there's just nothing better and and it's so exciting to watch them play and uh, you know just the other day I had an opportunity to go to Auburn scrimmage uh, at the university and you know at one point I look out there on the field and there are five or six Auburn high young men that are on that field playing playing football and uh, it's just a great representation of the job that Coach Etheridge and some of the coaches before them have done over the years and uh, it's just incredible to see our young men represent the A over there. At Auburn University,
0: yeah. And speaking about uh, Coach Etheridge, and uh, he's done just a phenomenal job ever since coming in after uh, after Coach Weingarden uh, moved on to Tuscaloosa County. Um, just speak. I, I just want you to speak on how great this coaching staff is because you you talked about it to me like um, early in the week, talking about how great this coaching staff is. But just just how 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 awesome is our coaching staff?
1: Well, I, I personally am honored to be able to just to take the field with those guys. They are smart. They're competitive. Uh, they, they want to give our, our team the best opportunity to win, and, and most coaches do. But these coaches put in the work, and, um, you know, we'll get cranking tomorrow afternoon. We've been working uh, for, for weeks now just getting ready uh, to get to game week, and uh, as we continue to move forward. Uh, we'll get together and, and hopefully put in a game plan. But I, I can't say enough about the, the staff. Uh, Coach Oliver and I have been coaching running backs together for quite some time and uh, love him uh, as, as a brother. Uh, and I feel the same way about the remainders of the staff. But as far as our offensive and defensive coordinators go, you've got uh, Coach Wagnon. Who again is an ultra competitor? Uh, he fights for our kids at every turn, and then, of course, Coach, Coach Goolsby uh, is our defensive coordinator, and I believe in that defensive staff. Those guys will put a product out there, and they will get everything that they can get, both offensively and defensively, out of the kids that we have, and um, and give them the best opportunity to be successful.
0: Yeah, and us and us at High High Def and HS Mass Media we uh, are currently putting together a docu- documentary docu-series similar to Hard Knocks of the NFL, trying to do that for the team. And I've been able to, you know, follow. That's allowed me to follow the team more closely and see some of y'all's practices. And I'll just tell you one thing. I've noticed y'all, y'all work hard every single day, every time y'all are out there. And I know, I know that whenever we come out to play either Hoover, whether it's Hoover or Enterprise as our home opener, or any other team, Central, Opelika, whoever it is, we will play as hard as we can and as tough as we can. And it's really it's really just all, all thanks to y'all as well as the student-athletes that we have on the team. And I also want to welcome in our co-host uh, slash analyst, Taylor. Uh, I just want to make sure you're still here. I know you haven't been able to uh, say much. Just see if you have any questions for uh, for Coach McKennel, taylor
2: yeah, uh, I've been on the edge of my seat these past few minutes. Um, <laughs> so Coach McKenna, I've known him um, for a long time. Um, every time I see him, he just smiles at me, welcomes me with open arms. And I just know that uh, the role model he's setting for these kids um, that are on the football team is just immensely, um, they're grateful for it. Um, and I wanted to ask, how would you like describe your style of coaching? Because like off the field, you're a big teddy bear. You're super nice. Um, does that translate to the field and the way that you treat your players as well?
1: Well, I think it does. Um, you know, I think uh, I have a good relationship with not only the guys in a, in our running back room, but the guys on offense and defense. I mean, because you know, to me, the preparation comes uh, during all the summer days and and the uh, getting ready uh, during game week, and then when you get to the moment of truth. Uh, when it is game time hopefully you've done all the things that you can do to have your uh, players prepared and then you can just let them go out there and have fun because we try to design our practices so that they're hard so that when uh you do get to game time uh that's just you're just going to cut it loose and and just have a good time now we all recognize as coaching staff that that our students are going to make a mistake and i always say if you do not ever make a mistake you're probably not trying very hard uh, so, uh, just go out there, play your best, do what you can do. And, and that's all I can ask from you. And, uh, so I enjoy, uh, the camaraderie that I have with those young men and, you know, um, uh, it's just a wonderful, wonderful experience to, to watch them grow and get to watch them play and represent our school in a class way.
2: Yeah. I mean, like Max was saying earlier about the docu series, we see y'all having fun at practices. We see, um, instances of coach and player moments um on and off the field um I saw on um Auburn City Education Instagram how so DeMarcus Ware being inducted to the Hall of Fame I saw that you got to go to that moment where he was inducted and see his headstone and everything yeah did you personally know DeMarcus Ware did you coach him
1: Yes, uh, I was here uh, when DeMarcus was here and um, had the opportunity to befriend him at that time. And uh, we had a relationship uh, that went well into... You know, obviously, uh, his high school career, then his college career at Troy. And I actually was fortunate in that uh, DeMarcus and, and, or my wife and I both uh, took DeMarcus on his recruiting visit to Troy, which is kind of interesting. Uh, but we were there with him when, when he decided to pull the trigger and go to Troy and uh, just re- maintain that relationship. And then uh, a few weeks back, uh, probably. Probably uh, six or eight weeks back, uh, he reached out and just said that he he wanted to invite me as one of his guests to. Uh To that experience and I can't tell you how humbling it was to get that call and um, I'm just honored to get to know him because uh, he not only is a Hall of Famer uh, from the standpoint of his athletic prowess but he's a Hall of Fame person he's a good person he does things the right way and he's the type of example that all of our students at Auburn High School can look up to.
2: That's awesome that goes back to um, what I like the personal bond that you make with the kids how you're their mentor and they look up to you because they want to make that professional level, you know, and that's just awesome that you get to share that special bond with him and see that special moment with him.
1: Well, it was really cool. Uh, whenever he, um, when he adopted his first child, uh, you know, she was still an infant, and he, he came by, and, and lo and behold, I'm sitting on the couch holding his, his daughter, and so it was an outstanding experience for both Brandy and I just to be in in, uh, in contact with him on a regular basis, and uh, I'm so proud of his accomplishments and, and, and who he has become as a, a mentor to young people and a leader uh, in the NFL world, not to mention a leader in,
0: in our community.
2: Yeah. Yeah. That's so special. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah,
0: and uh, well, Coach McKenna, I mean, it's been awesome to have you on here. And just just to close out our show, I want to ask you what what can fans expect from this Auburn team this year? In your own words.
1: Well, I would say that they can expect uh, our kids to take the field and be ready to play football now uh will we be perfect no uh there's not a team out there that's perfect but i will tell you that when they take the field we're going to put a product on the field that'll make our community proud and we ask that all of our students all of our our community to come out uh to the met in hoover uh, it'll be a big one. Number two and number three team in the state, locking horns on the first game of the season. Uh, so it's going to be a great environment against a great opponent, and so we're just excited. And I, I think our kids are just ready to 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 hit somebody else and 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 quit going against each other. You know?
0: <laughs> yeah. Very awesome. Very well said. I'll I'll for sure be there. I'm I'm very excited. And once again, thank you for coming on to the show. And um, we hope you all have enjoyed this uh, episode of Play Callers. And Coach McKenna, is there anything else you'd like to say before – we uh go our separate ways
1: yeah i'd like to say to both of you two uh we've been i've known you guys a long time and i uh, i'm proud of the work that you guys are doing and uh it's 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 really special uh when our uh, uh students uh get an opportunity to be highlighted in programs like this one and uh, uh i just appreciate what you guys are doing and y'all keep up the good work
2: oh uh, thank th- you That's- yes sir
0: thank you coach you you too you keep up the good work uh, i'm excited to see our team this year And I hope you have a great day.
2: All right. God bless. All
0: right. God bless.
2: Thanks for listening to this week's edition of Play Callers. Be sure to check out our episodes airing every single Monday at 2.30 p.m. Central. Also, be sure to check out our other podcast, The Tiger's Den, where we deep dive into the world of sports. Be sure to check out those episodes Mondays at 3.30 p.m. Central on all platforms.